Know Your Food with Warty, episode 134. For links and more, visit the show notes at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 134. See you there. Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Warty. I'm Warty in Southwest Oregon, a traditional food blogger at ganalfglins.com and knowyourfoodpodcast.com. I'm glad you're here. This is the podcast where we're all about ditching those poisonous processed foods, breaking free from the conventional food paradigm, and instead embracing whole foods raised, saved, and prepared with traditional methods. It's fun, it's delicious, and it's healthy. You're on your way to looking good, feeling good, and most importantly, doing good. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Know Your Food with Wardy. I am so happy you're here. Last week, I gave you four tips for saving time in your traditional food kitchen, and I figured we would just keep going. So this week are four more traditional cooking time-saving tips. And because the episode itself is a tip, again, we won't have a tip of the week. So First tip in four more traditional cooking time-saving tips is clean up as you go. This is something that absolutely changed my life. Um, I don't think I did this growing up. I don't know why, because I'm sure that my mom taught it to me because my mom and dad both do it, but I guess I was never paying attention. So when I got married and we had our own place, whether it was an apartment or a duplex or whatnot. Um, I didn't clean up as I went to go. As I went along, I just made a big old mess. <laughs> and I think it was my husband who first said, you know, it would be a lot more enjoyable for us cooking because, you know, he, he cooked a lot with, we did things a lot together back then, you know, newlyweds, that's how it goes, right? So he was like, this would be a lot more enjoyable if we could clean up as we go along. And it was like big light bulb moment. So I started doing it then, and that was years ago. Um, and it's definitely an ingrained habit. And now I just I just can't stand it if I'm cooking and stuff is just piling up by the side of the sink. So as I'm cooking in between stirring or whatever, or even before going on to the next stage, I'll you know, rinse off a cutting board, dry it, put it away. I'll wash my knives I just used to chop. I'll wash out my measuring cup that I just measured something in. I'll, you know, if I empty the fridge of leftovers and made kind of a goulash leftover dish, then I'll wash the dishes that came out of the fridge that now have no food in them. It's just clean up as you go along. And it makes a huge difference in my, um, my feelings in the kitchen. I know life isn't all emotional, but when you're in the kitchen, don't you want to be happy? Don't you want it to be pleasant? Don't you want it to be like less chaotic? And you can cut down on a lot of that chaos and that cluttered feeling and that rushed feeling and that things are piling up and I'm not keeping up feeling by cleaning up as you go. And then you sit down to the table with the family. There may be a couple things you didn't get to, but 95% of the prep dishes are done. And so then whoever has dinner duty, and in our home, one of our children has dish duty um, every night, they don't, they hardly have anything. And I'm not doing it to save them work. But I think the thing is that 
it's me and one of the other children cooking. And the one who's cooking with me is cleaning up as they go too, because that's part of the cooking experience. And then the one who comes along afterward and has to do the dishes, it's not like this huge, like mountainous pile to look forward to, which who looks forward to that? It's sort of like Dishes, no big deal because, you know, I mean, they're appreciative of the ones who've gone before who who kept up with their mess, and then they're washing the mess of eating. Um, so it balances out the workload, and everybody enjoys, you know, pitching in just so much more. Um, so that's tip number one, clean up as you go. Tip number two does go along with it. Um, Keep a sink full of soapy water. So when you're in the kitchen working, you know, put that stopper in the drain or put your dish tub in there and fill it with hot soapy water. And so then whatever you dirty goes right in there, not knives, you know, nothing sharp, but put things in there. So they're soaking and kind of softening, kind of cleaning themselves. Cleaning's a lot easier when something's soaked in hot soapy water. So, you know, chop or mix something or measure something Put it in the hot soapy water, you know, then you might not be able to wash it just that minute. Then you go stir something else, attend to something else. Then you have a couple minutes, you go back to the sink and you wash that thing and rinse it. Or if it is just really crazy, you don't have time to clean as you go as much as you'd like. Um, Somebody else could be on the hot soapy dishwater, you know, um, taking care of those things as they come in. Or you, maybe at the end of your cooking time, you know, you're letting your grass-fed steaks come out of the oven and they need to stand 10 to 15 minutes before you cut into them and eat. And so that's when you deal with all the cooking utensils that have been soaking in the hot soapy water. Side benefit to this, it's not just functional. Am I crazy? But it is so (laughs) nice (laughs) to have your hands in hot soapy water. I love it. I love the feeling of it. Um, it's warm. It's getting clean. I don't know. I just love it. I can't even put my finger on it, but I love to, I, I just, I just really enjoy that. I think, um, if I was going to try to describe it, the warmth feels good, but it's also the activity of cleaning. I don't love cleaning, but I love it when I'm done. And so I've grown to have more enjoyment of the cleaning process because of the end. And so I know what I'm working toward, which is we're going to sit down to dinner and there's not going to be hardly anything left to wash other than our silverware and our plates we're eating on. And that makes me feel good. And that's tied to the hot soapy water thing. Uh, So that's kind of my side benefit there. Tip number three, go to bed with a clean kitchen. So there's so many ways to achieve this, whether it's 15 minutes of your own work, or it's delegating to the kids, or, you know, somehow go to bed with a clean kitchen. You know why? I'm looking out for you, mom, or, you know, whoever is having to get up first in the morning and deal with life. Uh, The morning is so much more (laughs) refreshing, whether you're a morning person or you're a person who takes a half hour to wake up. If you go to the kitchen for your first glass of water or your first cup of tea, and it's a mess, it's it's hard to face the day. 
It's like you're starting out the day behind. Who wants to do that unless you have to? So rearrange your life a little bit to give yourself 15 to 30 minutes right after dinner or at the end of the day, like even if you need to wrap up a movie or your TV show or whatever you're doing in the evening, if you have to wrap it up earlier so that you can have the 15 to 30 minutes tonight so that you go to bed with the kitchen clean so that you can wake up in the morning, you know, you're ready to start. You're not behind already. It's huge for how you feel about your your traditional kitchen because traditional kitchens, we do a lot of prep work. You know, the mornings we wake up and we're, you know, doing the next stage of soaking or the, you know, baking something or starting some beans to soak or put moving the yogurt from the dehydrator to the fridge. There's already so many cycles to tend to. Who wants to deal with a dirty kitchen? So yeah, is this really a time-saving tip? It's kind of a mind-saving tip, but if you do it today, that means you don't have it tomorrow. And that means you can do a whole bunch of other things tomorrow. So yeah, it's going to save you time tomorrow if you can go to bed tonight with a clean kitchen. And I know I sound like maybe too passionate about this, but it's because I cannot stand (laughs) to wake up in the morning and come to the kitchen and it's not done. I don't want to start my day that way. I want to start my day with, you know, caught up. I want to start my day with new things that need to be done, not old things that need to be done. Um, And I know we're all busy and stressed. So I'm not saying, mom, you have to do it. I'm saying, get the family in on it. So if you can delegate or share the load, um, everybody's going to benefit from you starting out your day right. And that means not with a messy kitchen. Okay. And the fourth tip today in this somewhat short uh, podcast episode is if you have a messy kitchen and you haven't, you know, you haven't cleaned up as you've gone along, you haven't had that sink full of soapy water to pre-soak things and keep things moving, you didn't go to bed with a clean kitchen, so you got a mess, or you had a really big baking day. I don't know, somebody got married, or there was a potluck, or a birthday party, and there's just so much more activity in the kitchen. You didn't keep up. There is a big mess. Set your timer for 15 minutes and just see how much you can accomplish in 15 minutes. You will be surprised how much you can do in 15 minutes. Those mountains of dishes or piles of laundry or clutter all over the place, you can make some serious headway in your life, in your kitchen, and in your mind um, in 15-minute increments. I am surprised every time I feel overwhelmed by everything that needs to be done. And I just tell, even if I don't set the timer, but I, you know, might be 11 o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning. And I'm just like, okay, 15 minutes, see how much I can do. (laughs) And, um, you know, the kitchen looks a lot better in 15 minutes, surprisingly so. You can do a lot of things in 15 minutes. So those are your tips. Four more traditional cooking time-saving tips. Clean up as you go keep a sink full of soapy water, go to bed with a clean kitchen, and see how much you can accomplish in 15-minute increments. So I'm going to challenge you to do one or all, but just pick one, one of these things to try this week in your traditional food kitchen. Try it, 
then come back to the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 134, and let me know what it did for you. Also, I'm going to keep going with these traditional cooking time-saving tips. So if you have a tip that you think will really help people, come on the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 134, and share it. And I will, I may include it in another one of these tip episodes. Thanks for joining me, everyone. God bless you, and I'll talk to you again in a week. Hi, I'm Morty, a traditional cooking expert and food blogger at traditionalcookingschool.com. For years, my family struggled with food-related health problems like eczema and food allergies, but we don't anymore. And I'd love to show you that preparing whole foods with traditional methods is easy, delicious, and super good for you, too. So just go to traditionalcookingschool.com slash free, and I'll show you how easily you can do it too. I'll give you five free videos that include my favorite traditional cooking techniques, plus printable at-a-glance fact sheets as a handy reference. So if you're ready to start looking good, feeling good, and most importantly, doing good, then visit traditionalcookingschool.com slash free today. Hang on. I forgot to tell you something. I'm starting a brand new video show called AskWardy.tv, and it's a weekly video show. And you can catch it live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, um, through the Periscope app. Periscope app looks like a raindrop, and it's blue and red. And you download it to your iPad, your iPhone, your Android device. You could also go to periscope.tv. You want to look for me. My handle is at tradcookschool. Trad is for traditional. So at tradcookschool. If you're on your browser, like your desktop or laptop, you want to go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. Follow me. And then come on the app or come on the web Wednesdays at 10 a.m., Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, to join me for AskWardy.tv. What I'm going to be doing is answering your questions. So um, I've got a whole bunch of questions in the queue. And as you know, on this podcast, every you know couple episodes, I devote to a listener questions episode. Well, I'm going to take them more often now on this video weekly video show. If you can't make it live, it doesn't mean you've missed the boat because replays will be available at AskWardy.tv. Um, within 24 hours after a show airs. In fact, all the replays will be there as they're built up over time. So look for me at Trad Cook School on Periscope um, or on the web at periscope.tv slash tradcookschool or just go to askwardy.tv to see all the archives we build up over time of um, this weekly show devoted to asking, to answering your questions about traditional cooking. So I'll see you there. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to see you again very soon. Let me tell you what you can do next. You can visit the show notes for this episode. Just go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash, and then, without a space, type the number of this episode. You'll get links and much more information about what we've been talking about. You can submit questions for future episodes. I love to answer your questions on the air, so go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash questions to submit them. You can stop by traditionalcookingschool.com to get five free traditional cooking videos from me. 
And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Know Your Food with Warty while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash iTunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that other people will find this podcast. Thank you so much.